an empowered woman who empowers women. Queen's Series Part 3. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. This is Linnea, your host. Hey, y'all. I hope this finds you all doing well. I hope you had an amazing weekend, you guys. Today is Monday, and your girl is back with another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to me, I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate y'all for taking time out of your busy schedules to listen to your girl. I am back with another dope interview. Today, I'm here with a very dope, talented, and beautiful queen. She's an entrepreneur, an author, a writer, a transformation speaker. I'd like to welcome LaToya Spencer to the show. Hey, girl. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Yes, me too, girl. <laughs> yes. yes. So, and for those who don't know, I actually went to school with LaToya for a brief Yay. time. Yes, in high school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, and I'm so happy for her. I'm so proud of her. So I'm really happy to have her on the show. Oh, thank you. I'm very proud of you too. Like, oh, there are a lot. No, I'm not gonna say a lot. There are a few of us. <laughs> there are a few of us that like you know are artists and things like that from school. Mm-hmm. And it's just really good to see us really doing something big. Like, yes. I really believe that we all are gonna be bigger by the end of this year. But like, it's just really exciting to see. A few of us really doing some things outside of just where we grew up at. Where we, yes. You know yes. what I mean? Speak that into existence. So yes. Like, that's it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal for me. I'm kind of low-key in the background with my stuff. Mm-hmm. But, so like, that tends to come off like when you invited me. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 for what? And I don't... <laughs> I don't really pay attention. And then when I invite other people onto my show, then I get the same reaction. And I'm like, I understand. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, because you know, some people are just like that, though. Some people are low key and they're not really like, although they're very talented and they love what they do, they're not out there like that. They're yeah. not trying to be like all big and famous. They're just doing what they love, basically. Yeah. You know, yeah, don't get me wrong now. If these royalties checks start looking bigger than what they are now. <laughs> be happy I know that's right but, but by all means like I don't do it for that like right the book is over a year old and I still am coming out of my show to promote it because I didn't really push it like that and it's not that I wasn't proud of it I'm just so I don't do it for the clout maybe I think that's what really it is yeah that's how I feel about you yeah I, I don't, don't feel like yeah for, sure. for that so I feel like that's why you've gotten wherever you are Okay, so now that we pumped each other up, anyway. Oh, I know, right? But no, people need to hear this too. I want people yeah, to hear this because, because I do, I feel like I'm one of those, and I've always felt like this my whole life. I'm one of those people who I just feel like I'm very misunderstood. I do have a lot, I do get a lot of love and a lot of support, which I'm thankful yes. for, grateful for, but I do feel like people 
misunderstand me a lot. Like I, I definitely, first of all, let me just keep it all the way 100. When you're first starting out, especially as a podcast, and I think with anything, you don't make a lot of money. You nope. don't make a whole lot of money. Like I'm literally a, a struggling artist, a struggling exactly. podcaster. Exactly. So I'm not, you know, in it for that. I actually love podcasting and I love writing. So it's like, you know, I don't care. I'm going to keep yeah. doing it. <laughs> it's the, and it's the truth. Like that's how I am with with the book, with the show. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to shout my ladies out. I promised and I would. So <laughs> please, as well as as well as supporting this wonderful podcast, please, please support my show, Reality Talk. We film every Saturday from six to seven on WBGR Network. Okay, now that I'm done. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Famous plug, but now that I'm done, I love it. <laughs> But even with that, like, I don't do that or this book. I don't do any of that for the recognition. I really do it because I really care about people in general, but I really care about women and young females. Like, I have daughters. I have a sister. I have nieces. I have girls that have adopted me as their mom, as their sister, as their aunt, their cousin, whatever you want to call it. And it's important for me for people to understand that... They have to, like, let themselves really connect with God and the universe and be one. I don't care about no religion. Kept on that. You mm-hmm. need to have a spiritual connection and heal. And it's really important for me to get people to understand that. So I don't really care about when we get done filming um, the show. Mm-hmm. I, never check, I never check the views. Never. I let my co-host do it. I like my other co my other whole host and the producers. I let them do that. I never check the views. Not that I don't care, care, mm-hmm. but I don't care, care, care. I don't care enough to be like, oh, let me see. I don't care. I barely check my uh my um sales on the book. Mm-hmm. I barely check it. I got a royalty check last last month. I didn't even know I made sales because I don't do it for that. Right. I do it so I can be a vessel of God's word and make sure that I am helping as many people as possible so yeah you don't like you just you struggle it out like yeah you keep doing it you just because if it because I know for me if it if it if it was about the money then I would have quit when I first start you know what I'm saying I would have quit I would have quit you know I would have quit but I do so many people told me oh you can't do be a podcaster or that's not gonna work like I like people just don't understand that's why I be that's why I, I probably annoy some people but I'm always thankful and I'm always saying thank you to people because people don't understand what what people told me what yeah. people said to me like some people said some really nasty and negative things to me and just to yep. see that I'm reaching so many people and doing what people said that I couldn't do that part right there is what I love and what ma- what makes me so happy yes yes so I'm like yes girl and you doing your thing girl too yes thank you yes <laughs> all right so tell the people where you from Okay, well, that's an interesting little tidbit that a lot of people don't comprehend or tie together. <laughs> I am actually a Bronx, New York slash Baltimore, Maryland girl. Okay. People tend to not really want to acknowledge me on both sides, but <laughs> I'm from both. So <laughs> get a different toy to depend on what you do to me. So if you're being really nice to me, you're going to get the nice... My Baltimore girl's a little, she's a little calm, mm-hmm. but the, that other one, that's the one. So <laughs> I don't want people, I want people to understand that it's hard when you're trying to like connect those two sides of you. Mm-hmm. 
though. Like I have certain people that know me from one side and they're like, oh, she ain't, I ain't following her movement. I ain't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I have other people know me on the other side and they're like, well, yeah, I really did. So I don't really tend to like say it. It's not that I'm ashamed of where I'm from, but sometimes I hold back. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because when I tell people that I'm from the Bronx, the first thing I get is, oh, you're crazy. Y'all are loud and crazy. <laughs> and, then, and then when I tell people that I'm from East Baltimore, it's even worse. It's like, oh, you from East Baltimore? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that Girl, is that I'm cracking up because I'm a, I get this I'm a crazy mixture of... <laughs> I'm a crazy mixture of Bronx, New York, That's and funny. East Baltimore, Maryland, and I don't care. I'm proud of both of them because being from both those areas, I know so much that can help people. Yeah, I know so much. Like it's such a um, stereotype about Bronx girls. It's such a ter- stereotype about East Baltimore girls. Mm-hmm. East Baltimore girls is fast. East Baltimore girls is this. They this. They that. Mm-hmm. New York girls is this. No, we're women at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, we ought to act off of whatever emotion we're going through. And that's what I really have had to try to learn for myself, how to control those emotions mm-hmm. in order to be able to help someone else. Like, yeah. I can't y'all if I'm a whole mess, if I'm all loud and crazy, because sometimes I tend to fall into that trap. Like, okay, well, they think I'm supposed to be crazy. I'm going to be crazy. I don't want to do that now. Like, mm-hmm. I am getting older. I don't want to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you, you bringing that up too because I, I sometimes I'm also hesitant about saying it because I've gotten the same reaction. Like, oh, you're from Baltimore. That's so crazy in Baltimore. What people don't understand is there's a lot of good in Baltimore still. And there's a lot of talented people, a lot of intelligent people. <laughs> that's so, that the other day, yeah. Yeah, it is. So people need to know that. So for sure. Yes. Yes. They, they need to understand that yes we're a little you know yeah okay i'm not gonna deny my crazy <laughs> from being <laughs> i'm not gonna deny my new york and baltimore crazy I, okay i'm not gonna deny that but i'm also there's levels to me there's different levels to me i'm just not like that's why i don't really it's not that i'm like i said it's not that i'm ashamed to be from baltimore or from new york not at all but in this business especially with us being new that's like the that's a big struggle you have to like watch everything you say mm-hmm. you have to watch what you post what you make your uh, your shows and your stories but you have to make sure you're on your p's and q because everybody's watching us when we're first starting out because they look at us like we just so with some city girls sitting not in and not even the good like the rap of city girl like you know what right I mean? like you know, <laughs> you know when yes. we're starting out as as artists mm-hmm they look at you so that it's a magnifying glass when you at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about anyone else, but I feel it. And I know it's not just me being paranoid. I really see that as an, starting out as a struggling artist, you have eyes on you at all times. Mm-hmm. Picking, 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 picking. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're and, and and I was I was talking to um someone about this before as far as and like me, I have anxiety and I the, I don't yes. even understand like how sometimes I even do this because a lot yes. of people know me now because of the show and stuff like that. And I'm like how and I'm like one of those people that like I'm like an introvert and I yes. don't really I'm not a like a lot of people don't know that about me, but I'm not a lot I'm I'm not always I'm not really with crowds and around a lot of people, but at the mm-hmm. same time 
you know, I have to remove the fear and do what I love yeah. despite yeah. You know, unless you're calling God. exactly. So if you're calling yeah. it, you gotta you gotta follow your calling no matter what. Yes. Yep. Yes, girl. I love it. So yeah. tell me, when did you start writing? Because I don't even know I knew this about you. A lot. <laughs> Here's the thing. I have family members, like blood family members, that still don't really comprehend the depths of like my gift and my talent. I have been doing it forever. I've been writing forever. Crazy part is I didn't realize I was writing. Like, and you got to really understand what I'm saying to get what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? All right, preach it about to come out. So, <laughs> come minister on. Me, the, the minister me, I, I can feel it coming out. So, I'm sorry, y'all. I might get into a minister more for a minute. But, <laughs> I didn't even know that I was writing this book my whole life. Like, and I didn't even really add every single thing, of course, that I was feeling. But, I am, um, I'm a Virgo. So, we tend to hold things in until the very last minute, and then it's boom. Tick, 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 tick. That's me. Mm-hmm. So that was writing for me. Writing for me was, let me get it out. 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 Mm-hmm. But as we got older, in high school, I took the journalism class, but I don't think I really took it, took it. I think I took it because... Oh, well, let me hurry up and get these credits to, so I can graduate. And I had been in school all day in fourth grade. And I don't think I really focused on it until about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Two years ago, I went through a crazy breakup with my son's dad. And I just shut down emotionally. I just was like, I was just living. Like, I'm going to just date this one. I'm going to just spend time with this one. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But never sat down. And wrote all those emotions out and got them out. And I finally got them out. And I had to sit back and also think of other relationships or situations I put myself in that I knew weren't going to go anywhere emotionally. But here I am just sitting in it. Mm-hmm. And then I had a really bad breakdown, really bad mental breakdown. And I just, I had to let it out. Like, I picked up the book. I picked up my notebook and I just started going through it and I didn't even realize that I had written like from front to back of a spiral notebook Mm -hmm. and I went through my closet and I found another notebook and I found another notebook and at the end of the day I had like four or five notebooks that I had just random stuff written all in so here I am sitting here for all these books and I'm like okay I'm definitely not gonna write all of these books all together right now I'm not gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) that's too much writing so God what can I do to really put this together and I just decided to just start picking different things that I posted out of the book I sat down and I wrote different things about my son's dad I wrote some things about a couple of exes and I just like put it all together and before I realized it it really was a book everybody like a lot of people ask me how did I write mm-hmm. it like, oh I want to write a book but I don't know where to start your life is a book God sent you down here with a whole story before you even were born. Your whole life is a book. If you just sit back Mm -hmm. and really connect with your spiritual being and you let it all out, that's a book. Mm -hmm. So everybody that says, how did I start writing? Why did I start writing? How, how, how? First of all, I don't know how. I have no idea. I just (laughs) 
had a I had a breakdown. I prayed, and that's what God told me. To do. I have no idea how I did it. I just sat there and I literally wrote the book by hand, and then typed it by by myself. Mm-hmm. Published it by myself. Edited. It, I did all of it, and it was. I didn't do it so that I could have like all the recognition of it. I did it for me. I did it to tell myself and show myself that I can do this. Like, I don't need no man to write this for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need nobody to coach me on. I can do this for me. And that's that's basically it. Like, it's really, that's it. I really just started writing and had been writing forever so that I could clear myself. Right. And yeah, I love that. Been, writing is, been a is, is definitely, writing is definitely therapeutic for sure. It is. Yeah, it it's is. like you be yeah, lost. It's you're lost in your own little world in your space. It's like it's it's so amazing. Yes. So yeah. so yes, you guys. She wrote, and I hit you up too when I read it. I was like, girl, this is speaking <laughs> to me because I are so many things in this book. And for those who don't know, it's called Petals of Truth, and it's a it's just a compilation of just all her thoughts, her emotions, and things that she's been through. Like it's amazing, you guys. Um, you're welcome boo and um, yeah and I hit you up and I was like cause I'm sitting there reading and I'm talking back to the book because the words are just speaking to me so (laughs) loudly like it just really resonated with me I was like wow I loved it there were a lot it's like a couple people that said that a couple people that that actually surprised me by getting the book and they were just like I thought it was going to be something different and I thought I was going to be upset and I realized it wasn't but then I started reading and oh my god like I have women older than me like my mom and grandma's age that have read the book or they have seen a little bit and they cry like and I'm like mm-hmm. but in my head I'm just like oh, I don't understand but that's so good that's so because so you cool. when you were in the process of releasing all of that off of you you helped other people you know what I mean so it, it yeah. served a dual purpose and I love that yeah, well, the second one is going to be a bit much for people as well. So. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So yes. let's get into some of these quotes I want to touch on. Some of my, my favorite my favorite quotes in the book. Aww. Yes. So we're going to talk to talk about some of these petals. Yes. All right. So these are some that I really, really love and that spoke to me. So the first one is petal number 24. It says, every time you want to give up, remember you are an important blessing. I love that. Yes. And if you look under it, you see the quote that I put under it? Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. So that was like, Now that one I don't know by, by heart, but I knew the other one by heart. But wait a minute. The one, this is pedal number 24, because I want these people to understand this. So the, yes. Um, yes. So yes. the. I'll read. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Read. So under the petal number 24, like you said, every time you wanted to give up, remember you are an important blessing. I had decided that randomly throughout the book, I would just put different quotes that helped me. And I chose Cardi B. No, of course. But I chose I chose Cardi B, knock me down nine times, but I get up ten. I put that under that one because this all right here just was me at the moment when I was reading this I mean when I was writing it because 
all I wanted to do was give up. That was a point. That was a point in my life where I really wanted to give up mm-hmm. mom life, everything. Like I didn't want to be a mom. I mean, at all. Like not even. Oh, I don't want to be a mom today. Let me get a break. No, I didn't want a mom no more. I didn't want a daughter no more. Grant anything. I was over everything. I was over it to the point where I could have really hit someone, like hit mm-hmm. hits. And I had to just tell myself, like, what are you doing? Like, get up. Yeah. Okay, you got knocked down. Get up. Like, what do you always do? I had to really remember that I've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. And God helps you get up. Get up. You are a blessing. So, yes, pedal 24. When you think you're about to give up, no. You need to remember that you are a blessing. Yes. You have to keep going. You got to get up and keep going. Yes. I, I love that because so many people, including myself, we've all been there where we felt like giving up. We felt yes. like, you know, what's the point of, of staying here? What's the point of being here? Like, we have so much on your shoulders. You have so much going on. And you just feel like you can't catch a break. You just want to leave. And then I write that I was like, and that's what I was thinking about because I've been there. Yes, I love that. And I'm glad that it yes. helped. I am <laughs> glad that Yes. All right. And so then the next one, I also love Petal 25. Be thankful for every heartbreak. It gave you your story. Yes. There you yes. go. I eat petals of truth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, y'all. Y'all hear that? Every yeah. heartbreak. That's why, cause so, you know, yeah, so many people look at it like a bad thing, but you know, it's really not. Yeah. It's it's not because I've had extreme heartbreak. Okay, I've had heartbreak to the point where I felt like I couldn't breathe anymore. Like I, my last real relationship ended just what is this March? So wow, it's only been three or four mm-hmm. months. Yeah, it's only been three or four months since it ended. And I even still now, like not when right now we're talking, I'm okay. But every now and then I randomly will have a moment where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe he hurt mm-hmm. me. <laughs> I'll never, I can't believe this. I will never. And even when it first happened, oh my God, when it first happened, when it first happened, I felt myself like begging him and I was crying and I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was having anxiety. And I'm like, okay, this is just follow your story. Keep like, get, get yeah. up. Get up. Because you have to embrace that heartbreak. You have to take it in. If you don't take the heartbreak in, how are you going to know what you don't want to go through anymore? How are you going to know what you don't want to tolerate anymore? So you have to, like like you said, a lot of people don't want to, they don't want to take that pain in. Like, oh no I don't want to be hurt you have to be hurt you have to be if you don't allow yourself to be hurt you'll never grow you'll never learn anything so so you have to like you you have to take it as a story it's it's gonna be okay it hurts but it's yeah I think all of us women can definitely relate to being hard because we're we're emotional beings by nature anyway so when we get um, and it is also about to a level of, of maturity and growing too, because when you, you know, you get that, you get your first love or somebody that you're really, really into, you really love, really obsessed with them. And then they break your heart. You like, oh, the whole world is over. Like you were, you were uh, yes. describing, that's how it feels. But at the yes. time, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. And you kind of are like, well, you know, you wanted them to take you back. You want to be back with them um, because you just feel like that they're your everything and they just broke your heart into a million pieces. But 
then the older that you get and the more that you evolve, then you realize that, you know, you did need that lesson at the time because now it shows you that, yeah. oh, no, you're strong. It, it actually strengthens you. Yeah, it strengthens you. It sure does. Yeah, it definitely does. And it will strengthen you to when we really don't realize you're over it. Like I said, I can talk to you now about it. For one, because the months have passed. I let the I let that heartbreak sit in. Like I had to. Because I remember I remember getting so upset with my best friend because she was like, Well, do you think that this is part of your karma? And I went <laughs> off on her. I flipped out. I was so emotional and I was so messed up that my spirit being couldn't connect what she was trying to say to me, what she was trying to get me to see. And I flipped out on her. I said, how dare you? He cheated on me. And then I had to sit. Okay, wait. I get what she's saying. He was my karma because <laughs> I have had relationships where I wasn't always the really sweet one. Mm -hmm. I was the, I guess you could say I was the guy. <laughs> I was the guy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was the guy. I was, oh, you love me. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get a moon out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that, the table's turned. That was me. <laughs> that was me. Like, you're calling and trying to tell me you're, you know, you want to work it out. And I'm just like, Oh, no, 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 no. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I don't care how hurt you are. I remember what I did to my to my first husband. I remember the hurt that I caused upon him when he wanted to, you know, still make our marriage work. And I said, no, I remember that. And I think I blinded it when she said that to me. And then I remembered that pain that I caused upon him. And I said, ah, ah, it was mm -hmm. my karma. It was my karma. And that, that was a big pill. <laughs> That was, that was the biggest pill and you know in childbirth and you know being pregnant you gotta take mm -hmm. medicine the big old prenatal horse pill no 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 that was a bigger <laughs> one to swallow your karma yeah Oof, it was a lot and I had to because I had to realize that heartbreak I needed to feel what he did to me to realize what I did to other people and not do it any longer mm -hmm. So you have to go through your heartbreak because sometimes that heartbreak is for your good. It is part of your karma and it will shake you, but you have to feel it. Yeah, I feel you. Yep. Now, pedal number 26. I love that too. I know it's hard right now, but you can get through this. You can get through it. Feed your soul positivity at all times. I love This is like my absolute favorite because people, <laughs> people really don't understand and I guess we might have to do a part two about this but and this is this is <laughs> girl and this is the reason why I'm so I decided a long time ago once I got into a very positive space and once I healed from all my personal traumas I decided that I'm only going to surround myself around positivity I'm only going to feed myself positivity I'm only going to think positive and people have to understand that is a difficult mindset to have that's a difficult space to um have to be in not that I don't, yes. um, you know, not that negativity doesn't try to creep back up into yes. my mindset, but yes. it's, it's difficult yes. to be like that. But when you when you set your mind, you know, and you say and you say, this is what I want, this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, people kind of think that it's like fake, that it's not genuine. 
and mm-hmm. and that's why mm-hmm. I love this so much because you have to people need to understand when you have been at rock bottom when you've seen it when you felt it you get to a place where you just want better and this is a part of that yeah you know yeah it's it's very hard like you said trying to absorb only positivity is extremely hard especially in this world period it is extremely extremely hard to stay positive at all times look I work with the customers you know I work mm-hmm. with the public you know it's really hard I'm a mom it's hard to stay positive it is it is, <laughs> it is. but I just try to I try to like pick out certain times of the day where I completely dedicated to positivity and it's normally at least two times a day mm-hmm. sometimes three so you always you always want to start your day off with positivity you don't want to sure. I, I, yeah, I personally, I personally don't get on social media first. I never do. It's very randomly that I will ever hit my social media first. I'm not judging nobody. I don't really care, but <laughs> <laughs> that's your business. But I'm gonna say what helps me. What helps me is beginning in the morning, feeding myself some kind of positivity. I don't care if it's the Bible, the Quran. If you want to read um, a poetry book I don't care where it is turn on it heck you don't want to read turn on some positive music but I always turn on or go to something positive to feed mm-hmm. my soul before I start my day and go around people if I don't that toy I was talking about earlier she comes out and it's really not pretty <laughs> I really don't like <laughs> and with I, I kept thinking that it was just me being not a morning person you know how a lot mm-hmm. of us say that oh, I'm not a morning person yes you are it's not that you're not a morning person it's that you didn't guard yourself. You didn't put no armor on yourself before you went around people. And the first person you go around with a bad negative spirit is going to mess your whole day up. Yes. You have yes. to feed yourself with positivity. You have to. Have you ever noticed? You wake up. Boom. You run late. First thing you do when you leave out the house, what happens? Somebody on this road is going to piss you mm-hmm. off. And the first thing you're going to do is flip clean out and blame them for your day being bad. No, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't start off right. Prepare yourself. <laughs> you didn't prepare yourself to be yes. these people. Before you go to work, you need to always prepare yourself. I don't care if you have the best job in the world and you love your job and I get up every morning. You need to cover yes. yourself with some kind of positivity at all times to have that energy around you definitely try again in the afternoon I always try to and definitely before I go to sleep you yeah you have yeah. to put negativity in you before you close your eyes because the word is the word and you don't never know when it, when this is your last time closing your eyes here on earth you okay don't know life is so short you are so right you, you don't you don't know you don't know what life holds period you know nothing so you have to be positive all this coronavirus going on and all these mm. people freaking out with tissue. Let me tell you something. I ain't even bought no tissue. And I work at the market. <laughs> <laughs> and it's purely because I'm not oblivious to what's going on. But I'm in such a calm, clear spirit right now that all I can hear is the word of God where we have to humble ourselves upon him for him to clean this world. So I'm not hyped. And I'm not saying that, oh, if you pie that mean you ain't going to have no worries. But it helps you stay calm in times of trouble. The world is going crazy right now over this virus buying out the shelves of tissue and paper towels. <laughs> crazy, right? Crazy. Yes, 
they're crazy. crazy and i'm i'm so glad crazy. you brought that part up the part about how you're clear even in in the the most um craziest times you're able to still be calm and collect that's because it, it, it's all about what you're feeding your mind your body and your spirit Yes, it took a lot. Now, don't get me wrong, people. It's a yeah, long, it's a journey. It took me a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I have my moments. I'm not going to say I don't. But I've learned how to control those moments. I'm trying to work on controlling my, like I said, I'm a Virgo. So we're mm-hmm. very emotional person, <laughs> people. And and I'm a woman. So a Virgo woman on this thing. I'm very emotional. And I have, I do have a habit. <laughs> I'm moving off my emotions, but as I'm growing, I'm learning that first of all, it's very immature to act like that when you're a grown adult. Right. right. And number two, it's not gonna help me feel better when I don't even like to get mad anymore because when I get angry, it it just takes it takes me. It just takes me. So you need to learn how to just be calm and positive. No matter what the situation, I'm not saying don't be hurt. I'm not saying don't be scared, don't cry. But that positivity you feel into your spirit is very important. Yes, very. I hope you guys are listening because it's. I want you guys to understand that. Yes, being positive, although it may not be trending and it may not be so as as popular as negativity is, but it is good for your soul. Mm-hmm. It's good for your body. It's good for your mind and your spirit. Yeah, yeah. It it just gives you a whole another. It just does something to you. It really does. And I haven't even really gotten to where I want to be at spiritually mm-hmm. in that level. But I do know and feel the difference in how I yeah. was. Even this time last year, like I, I know the difference. I feel it. So it does something to you when you really invest in your your spiritual being and your positivity. It really does yes, something Yes, amen to that. Yes. All right. Now, my <laughs> next one was Petal 39. Stop trying to figure out why you're not good enough for them and realize they are not good enough for you. I love it. Okay. So, can I just stop for a second and say that that's confirmation for somebody listening to this because when you, before you even said 39, I already had my Uh-oh. 39. So, someone listening to this podcast, here's the minister and me coming out again. Here we go. So, somebody listening to this podcast right now is going through something. Whatever you're going through, break up, or whether it's just someone you really like, or whatever the case may be, even if it's family or friends, let them go. Don't even try to figure out why, like she just said. Stop trying to figure out why you're not going to. It's not you. It's not you. Let them go. God knows everybody that's supposed to be in your life for a reason, a season, a lesson, whatever the case may be. They're not for you. Literally, they're not for you. Not you're not for them. They're mm-hmm. not for you. Let them go. Sitting around trying to figure out why you're not good enough will literally eat at you. It'll kill you sometimes. Like it'll eat at you. My second marriage, I stayed in that toxic, violent relationship. I believe four years. I actually kind of blocked out how many years. Should probably stop doing that. But I think mm-hmm. it was about four years. And at a certain point in that relationship, even when I was still there, I would try to figure out, like, why is he so mean to me? What am I doing wrong? Okay, let me do this different. Let me do this. Let me do this. And I still wasn't enough because he wasn't it. They're not enough for you. Let them go. God has something miraculously yes. wonderful for you. 
And if you keep holding on to that toxic, crazy situation that you have made up in your head that is going to work, you are going to destroy yourself. You have to let them go. They're not good enough for you. It's not you. So whoever is listening to this, you need to hear clearly. Stop trying to figure out why you're not good enough. Accept it. It's not you. It's them. Yes, I need that too, sis. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. A lot of times when I speak, I speak Okay, to yes. All right. <laughs> yes. Because I'm like, the listeners need it and I need oh. it too. Let me tell you. Because <laughs> I struggle with like, that, but not just with in um not just in the past in like relationships with guys though, but I struggle with that even with friends or with people that come in contact. I'm like, why do I feel like I'm always the person that's just like, is this like is something wrong with me? Like it almost yeah. it, it makes you yeah. think like it's something in you that's a problem, but it's yes. not you. Yes. Yeah, it's not you. It is not you. Like that's always our question. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Why don't you want to be my friend? What's wrong with me? Why can't you be a better mom? Why can't you be a better boyfriend? Because they can't. That's just it. You're not even you're not even listening to what you're saying to them. Why can't you be a better blank? Because they can't. You just said it. Yeah. You just said it. They can't be a better anything to you. So let them yeah. go. You're making yourself a worse whatever you are to them at this point you're making yourself the a worse woman or man by even holding on because you're taking in their toxicity mm-hmm. so now you're toxic like i said what did i just say about yep. how i was in relationships i stayed around those toxic relationships those other relationships so long that it poured into me and i became the to- that's all life is you just spinning and spinning and spinning you're toxic now I'm toxic. Now I'm going to pour it into you and the next person you go to. Be, and that's how we end up not being yes. the right people for people. It's not you. It's them. They're not the right person for you because somewhere along the line, they weren't shown how to be what you need that person to be. So let them go. Yes, I love that. Girl, I'm getting my therapy right now. I'm just taking this all in. Let me tell you. Girl, I, I listen. Need this, okay, I need this. All right? Because I, so I swear. This to it takes a lot out of me to do this because some I, I have yeah. a struggle. I have a struggle because I know what I'm called for. I know I'm I know I'm a woman of God. I know literally I'm a woman of God. Like I'm called to speak. I know that, but because I deal with my own issues internally, I feel like I don't wanna do it. Like I don't want I don't wanna be preaching. I don't wanna be helping. I don't wanna be speaking. I don't want to. I don't want to. And the more I keep saying it, the more he like, oh no. Like me and you didn't, we didn't, we randomly talk, oh yeah, we're going to get together, la la la. Mm-hmm. But we've never ever set a date. So when you did that, you didn't even know the day you did that. That was the day that I had a serious fallout with God and was like, mm-hmm. look, all right, if you really called me to do this, I need you to really pull me and you text me. <laughs> See how God works? <laughs> he works. He yes. works. He knows. Yes. And I already yes. knew. When I first started, uh, when I first decided I wanted to do this project, the Queen Series project, I knew, I already knew what females I wanted to talk to. Now, there's some, there's yeah. some I mean, amazing and talented and wonderful females out there, but I knew exactly, I knew what I was doing. I know exactly what I'm doing. And so, yeah. you know, and I yeah. and I do the same thing. I talk to God, too, and I ask him, what do you want me to do? Or what, what am I supposed to be doing? And I'm like, you know what? And it just came to me. I'm like, I'm going to do this Queen Series 
because I'm all about women anyway. That's just how I am. That's what I'm doing. And I said, yeah. I'm going to yeah. pick these specific women because every one of them has something that I think we all need. Right. And so, and you were one of them. I was like, cause you know, people need to, cause I knew also knew that we would have this type of transparent uh, conversation because we have a lot, we have a lot yes. in common and I could read, I could read that through this book. We do share a lot of, um, a lot of common interests and a lot of common traumas and things like that. So I was like, this is going to be perfect. Cause somebody, like you said, somebody's listening to this right now and they're going through all these things. Yeah. And the head, and, and I have no idea. Like I don't even, I don't think I really thought that I would have like a moment talking to you like that's what I call them when I switch into minister mm-hmm. mode I call it a mm-hmm. moment so <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna have a moment because like I said I tend to block it off like mm-hmm, I don't want to go there like I tend to pull it back even on the show my cohort gets on me all the time with this she's like you need to stop pulling back you gotta stop doing and I'm just like mm, I'm, not, I'm not doing it I'm not <laughs> but you saying pedal 39 and me already had my hand on it like I really yeah that's wild. that like I couldn't just I couldn't just I couldn't just let that go I had to you know I had to say something because like I said I do feel like somebody listening to this doesn't even know me doesn't even have never heard of me until today but I feel like somebody need this somebody need my little voice that I be trying to hide so Yes. There you go. I hope that whoever heard that got it, and I hope it ministers to your spirit. I pray that you are released from whatever trauma is holding you back. I pray that you have clear guidance, and God really controls your whole spiritual being. And I hope and pray that whoever this is meant for sincerely takes this to Me too, for sure. All right. And then the last one, I could go on and on, but I'm going to do one more. Girl, (laughs) one more. (laughs) Okay, it's one more. So this one is pedal number 42. It's okay to be broken. That's when God does magnificent work. I love it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What's crazy is I'm actually reading this book for the first time with you in a long time. I don't read read your book. I I don't. Like, it's crazy. Sometimes I don't even remember certain things that are in here. And I will I'll randomly pull it out the drawer and I'll flip it. And I'll be like, oh, I'll put that in here. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, so, so this one, I forgot was in here. And I needed to hear that because I had, like I said, hailing from this breakup, you know, I have had moments where I felt very broken. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, just to the point where I'm like, okay, God what happened like one of those moments like you wake up the next morning rubbing your head like okay let me sit on side b and think about this Mm -hmm. now what happened for me to get here and the clear answer is you're broken you need to let him do the work we sit up here listen we have the i feel like human beings are the most retarded people because (laughs) we will sit here and say (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna let God use me. I'm gonna let God do this. I'm gonna get this to God. Two seconds later, or maybe if I call mm-hmm. him and I just try to make it work out with him myself, or maybe if I just, or maybe if I just, no, be broken. 
mm-hmm. and let him do his work. That's it. And right now in my life, emotionally, I don't feel like I'm broken, but spiritually, I feel like I'm still putting myself back together because I'm trying to, you know, allow myself to just let God work. And it's it's very difficult because I'm mm-hmm. a little bossy <laughs> and I'm a little... <laughs> I'm a little Most bit of us of a women are so gay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm yeah. a little. I'm a little I, 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 I get a little bit of anxiety when I have to. Even I hate being passenger in a car. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't like being a passenger in a car, especially with certain people, because I will sit there the whole time. Like, you need to slow down. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do that. And it's the same thing that I'm doing. With, the yeah. same thing we do with God. You do the same thing, like, all right, God, I need you to show me if I need to leave. I need you to show me if I need to get another job. No, why do you need, why does he have to show you anything? He ain't got to show you nothing. You need to be broken, sit down, and let him do the work. And I had to tell myself that. Yeah, I love that. Because, you know, I think some people are... Afraid, and I want people to understand it's not a, it's not, it's not saying that you deserve to be broken. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. When you are, when you happen to yeah. be in a relationship, or when you happen to, um, even if you've lost someone, if you happen to have, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, when you get mm-hmm. to these um, situations, and then you're, and then you get to the place where you are broken because of the situation, you have to sit in it, and you have to. Um, you have to let him work because he's restoring you even when you think that he isn't. He is. Yeah. Yes, definitely. When mentioning pleasing someone, so I'll take it to my dad. When my dad passed in February 2015, I I was severely broken. Not even because I had lost my dad, but the day that I came back here to help with the preparations, of the memorial was Valentine's Day and instead of spending it with my husband I really had left him that day so I was double yeah. broken I was broken from the rela- the bad relationship that I finally had the courage to leave along with losing my father so you can't tell me that God is not good you can't tell me that God doesn't use your brokenness for something bigger because had I not as much as I love my dad had I not lost my dad, I would have never, never had the strength to leave mm-hmm. that relationship. So while you're thinking, while you're sitting there thinking that losing someone, whether it's physical and they're still here or whether they're passed away, whatever the case may be, you thinking your brokenness is going to stop you, that brokenness you're feeling right now is going to move you into another level it's going to take you to another dimension it's going to change your life be broken be okay with being broken that's what we're saying we're not saying you deserve it by all no way no one deserves to be hurt i i have people that i don't get along with and that i quite frankly don't really care for but i still would not want them to be broken because no one deserves it but it's necessary it is a necessity to be broken to that point where all you have is God. I don't care what you call him, but at the end of the day, he will break you. And that's what happened. What happened was he saw that I wasn't listening, leaving that relationship. I wasn't listening. I didn't care how many signs and opportunities he gave me to leave. I wasn't leaving. It didn't matter what nobody said. 
care who I lost dealing in that relationship, I wasn't leaving. I was going to stay there. I was going to be mistreated. I was going to be broken. I didn't care. But God knew that if he didn't break me down to the ground to where all I had was him to rely on, I would never move to where he needed me to move. So he had to take my dad, unfortunately, from this earth. And that broke every bone in me. Mm-hmm. Like, it broke. Completely shattered. But I needed it because he did at that time. He did do miraculous work for me. Even now, over these years, I've gone through things from 15, 2015 to now that has really turned around. God's really turned around for me. And it's all been, when I sit back and think about it, it's been because I was broken and I allowed him to move in me. And right now, again, I have to be broken in whatever part of my life I feel broken in and let him move. You have to let yep. him move. And I mean, and I, and I think that's with everything. Like, you know, God really, he, he shows favor. When people try to tear you down, when you are broken, all types of things, he will, he will come and give you something mm-hmm. so much better than what you had before. He'll pull you out of a dark place. Like I can, I can, I can yeah. vouch because I, I've seen it. It has happened in my life. It continues to happen in my life. Like every time someone's come, come, someone comes at me and tries to tear me down or if I'm in a broken place or anything like that he always he always Mm -hmm. delivers something way better for me so i can yeah Yeah. i can i can yes yes i love it yes you have to let you have to let go and let god like really let go when when you're broken you have to learn how to really let go and let him do it like you're not gonna heal yourself you can't heal yourself you just can't you have to let that heartbreak that brokenness that craziness you're feeling that sadness all of it you have to let him in and let him do his miraculous work because this is 2020 and while everybody's freaking out he's making major moves in your life and you're not even paying attention to it so you need to let him just yep. do his work. I, I totally agree. And why? And I'm glad you brought up healing too. I, why you brought that up? Why? Um, why do you think it's important for people to heal first before getting into like another relationship? Okay, so I'm going to be very transparent with this subject. I have not always been. Let me rephrase that. I have never. And I mean never really healed from one relationship to another. That is why I am by myself. (laughs) So it took me a long time and my best friend kicking me in my butt. It took a long time between those two things for me to realize you do need to stop. Like you need to stop. You need to sit down and get yourself together to you. Like what are you doing? You're just taking this toxicity and put it over here on this person you're taking these mm-hmm. fears and putting it over here you i literally when i sit when i sit back and i think <laughs> you're gonna make me laugh with myself oh my god when i sit back and i think of the way that i was moving girl I really was just pack my bags up come on let's go let's go to the next city like that's how i was doing. it's just like you have to slow down for a second because this is what happens when you don't sit down and clear your mind and get rid of all of those doubts, fears, anything that went wrong from that past relationship. You're taking it into a new relationship and and you're you're already opening up the door for that relationship mm-hmm. to be doomed. 
there's no way how are you going to have a successful healthy relationship with someone in January when just November you were supposed to be engaged and trying to have a family with somebody else how are you going to do that they broke your heart to the point where you couldn't breathe and now you're thinking two months are you ready to move on no you're not you're not even over mm-hmm. what just happened mm-hmm. and I didn't never I never sat back and really I didn't I never slowed it down so because I didn't slow down I just continued to hurt and hurt and hurt myself and other people so you need to it's very important to clear that space out there's no I don't feel like it's necessarily a timeline but I definitely think that the way that people like me move it's not good so anyone else is listening to this that has a habit of jumping from relationship to relationship I'm going to be a complete mirror to you and tell you you should not do that I personally think you need to stop and heal before you go on another relationship for yourself and for that person because everybody's been hurt and everybody has hurt so if you're taking your hurt onto someone else that already has pain and then in two months you're wondering why y'all not getting along because you just you knowing that you weren't healed you got into a relationship and then poured a bunch of crap onto you both yeah that's not good you need I, I think it's a horrible idea to hop skip and jump from one person to another now that I'm at the place where I'm at right now now a couple years ago I'd have been like oh girl that's a good idea <laughs> but that is horrible yeah it is horrible completely like I've had two marriages I've been engaged three times and you know why because I don't sit yeah. down I don't sit down I'm like, all right, well, all right, you don't want me fine. Oh, you think I'm cute? Oh, you think I'm pretty? Okay. But that goes to play with your self-esteem. Yeah. So you need to make sure you wait before you go from one relationship to another because you're pouring bad energy into that new relationship and you're also screwing up your self-esteem. Because if you are sitting back wondering what happened about the relationship, and you're in a whole new relationship. Yep. You're not over there listening. If you're really happy with this new person you're with, that last person's name isn't even in your mind anymore. But if you can still sit there in a new relationship and you remember all these bad things that happened in the relationship before, or you still crying in the middle of the night to yourself from something that happened in the last relationship, you ain't ready. You need to slow down. Like, I feel it's yeah. really important. Yes. to hear yourself don't be jumping from one relationship to the next please I think we need to make healing a trending topic for real like people really need to 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 heal I agree I think this was so therapeutic first of all yes <laughs> yes I love having this conversation with you I really hope that someone gets something from this conversation because I know a lot of people can relate to us and the things that we have been through for sure because I can also relate to, yes. you know, being um, jumping from one relationship to the next. Because I wasn't, I was just boy crazy, man crazy, whatever. But um, you, you, get, there is a time where you get tired and you grow up and you, you, you got to sit with yourself and sit with your stuff, and then that is how you learn. So, yes. 
So tell the people where they can keep up with you and where they can purchase your book because y'all need to get this book. All that good stuff. Yes, you can find me on Amazon.com. You can also order from me personally if you would like. Find me on um, Instagram under Toya Andrea or Facebook with Toya Andrea Spencer, and I will personally give you a copy of the book. Or, like I said, go to Amazon.com, search Petals of Truth, and it will be right there for you. We are currently in stock. So, yes, go get your copy. Get your copy. When you order from me, I do give a special little gifts. Sometimes I will take off a couple of dollars for you people <laughs> or give away a free copy. And they are all, when you get them from me, they're all um, autographed. So I do do that as well. So thank you, girl. But please, yes, go y'all go support her. Go follow her. Go purchase her book. Toya, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy. Yes, I love oh, your book, thank girl. You, thank you. You thank you so much. I uh, appreciate thank you so it. Much. I'm proud girl, of you. You big things and just keep doing it. Keep using your voice, you. your big voice, because <laughs> people are listening and people are learning. Thank you yes. so much. All right, no y'all. Problem. We out. Like always, you can reach me on Instagram. I have two pages. The first one is Linnea underscore blogs underscore her underscore way. And the other one is unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. Or you can email me directly at unpacking the box podcast at gmail.com. You know what, though? If you are enjoying my show, make sure you subscribe so that you can keep up with my episodes. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. Be well.